You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. For some reason, Cryptopsy music just speaks to me in a way where it's like I can hear all those little extra tiny things that you know the drums or the guitar or bass or the vocals are doing like and it's just like I feel like that's the way a musical performance music video whether it's just like fucked up visuals or or like showing that person playing that specific thing at that time it needs to be shown to accentuate the song and if you're not doing that well then it's just like maybe that's not the vibe of the song or whatever it's not like it's wrong or anything but a lot of times for me, if I'm looking at a band music video performance, it can either make the song for me or it can ruin it for me. And a lot of times when I'm editing a performance video, I'll like, I'll like the song that much more because I get to show like that bass pop or like this little like fucked up chicken picking uh, guitar thing or something like that, you know? Hey, what's up, Vox and Hopsheads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcasts where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. This Vox and Hops episode is presented by Heavy Montreal. Heavy Montreal are Montreal's premier metal promoter. And trust me when I say, if you are ever in Montreal and you are looking for a show to go to, well... Heavy Montreal will have you covered. They put on so many shows all year long, and they are all simply bangers. I am beyond stoked to have Heavy Montreal behind the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I'd just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I would love for you to tell a friend about the podcast. If there's someone in your life that just loves extreme metal, well, let them know that the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast exists. You can tell them that there are over 400 episodes where I sit down with some of the world's best metal music musicians we talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers if you're to encourage one of your metalhead friends to become a brand new vox and hops head that would be something that i would truly appreciate now today in the podcast i'm very stoked to be hanging out with my friend chris kells the man behind flayed the swine and in abeyance's music videos get ready everyone this is vox and hops episode number 426 I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Amazing. Here we are, Chris Kells. Beautiful Sunday afternoon in August. We are at Will's, which is a brand new brewery that just uh, opened up a few weeks ago. Here in Montreal, we are in Milan, Park X, Milan. It's a very vague place in Montreal, near Little Italy, um, opened up by peeps that uh, came from Hill Farmstead, which is a very hype brewery in Vermont. And uh, I was here last weekend, and there was not this many people, so it's, it's starting to pop, and people are starting to talk about Wills. I am drinking their IPA number three, Classic Mosaic Motueka. Hops going on there, and you are drinking... Uh, Maitre des Clis from Bud Canada. Had I have known that the beer was actually like from... <laughs> the actual place. Well, then I would have taken one of those. Well, don't worry. We, we, we still have some time. We yeah, got yeah, some I'll time. Do, that'll be my second choice. We're hanging out for a reason. Um, we did it. We released two music videos. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. <laughs> In abeyance, flayed the swine. Two music videos that we built. You did all the work, uh, basically, and uh, we've released it now. So. Yeah. The hype uh, is out there. Um, Asgamore Burns is coming out, or just came out as the, this episode drops. Uh, everyone's seen the videos. Uh, the performance is really wet, strong. Um, first 
big, huge storyline in a Cryptopsy video ever for Flayed the Swine. Uh, what, what is your retrospective glance? Because we've recorded stuff throughout the whole process of this, but I'd love to get your afterthoughts of these shoots, of the videos, of the reactions. What, what, what do you think about these videos? Um, well, yeah, I guess... Uh I guess I'm a little bit bummed that Flayed the Swine is is taking like a little bit longer to 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 receive that many views. Considering but how much work you put into cons- it, <laughs> considering how much work went into that one, because that was the big one. You know, it was uh, how how many days did we shoot that? We four. shot that in four yeah. days altogether. Uh, the storyline was just the craziest thing that I've ever come up with and just going back and forth with ideas and everything like that and talking with you. And so, yeah, a lot of work went into that one. And, um, I mean, I'm still super proud of it regardless if even people not as, it didn't get as many views yet, but I'm confident that it will get pushed a little bit more. And, you know what, fuck that. On Monday, tomorrow, I'm going to go ahead and push it a little bit more on my own social media, too, even though that means nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> I've still got, you know, friends in the video industry and still some metal friends and everything like that. And so, yeah, fuck that. I'm going to push it a little bit more, too. And even if it doesn't get the recognition it deserves, I got reached out to from an old friend of mine that told me I did an amazing job on it. And I was super happy because... He is the person that I learned how to do everything uh, from. I know who you're talking about. I like that. Yeah. He is the person that I learned how to do everything from. And he reached out to me personally. I hadn't heard from him in, in fucking years. And he was just like, dude, you did a fucking fantastic job. Like, amazing. And I was just like, my first response to him was just like, oh, man, thank you so much. I just, I've, over all these years, I feel like I've just been trying to make you proud with everything that you've taught me. You know, so that meant a lot to me. And that was Dave Brodsky who's done some Cryptopsy videos before. He has. He indeed and, has. Uh, he actually, one of his questions, too, he asked me, he said, does Matt McGacky still have fantastic-smelling hair? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and I told him, I said, well, all of the Cryptopsy dudes do just smell fantastic oh. in front of the camera. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, getting that comment meant a lot to me, actually. I mean, that's awesome. Nice. He's super happy. I know that you just like working with Brodsky for the agonist and that's how you got connected with him and that's where you really got the spark yeah I mean the spark came from doing a music video with him in 2007 and because we were a band with no money he invited us to go and sleep on his floor in his tiny Brooklyn apartment and I would spend all of my time just sitting in his editing room on a couch behind him watching him edit our video, other videos, and I was just so enthralled by all of this. You're like, and this just, could be a job? Yeah, and I just thought it was the fucking coolest thing ever. And uh, a couple of years down the line, we ended up doing two Agonist music videos together. One where he said, okay, I'm going to come to Montreal, I'll direct one, and you've never directed a music video, so why don't you direct the other one, and I'll wow. help you all along the way. And it was a crazy learning experience for me. And I mean, every day, even directing music videos now, I'm still learning, always putting out fires, always trying to figure out what works, what doesn't. You know, I feel like I've got a good grasp on everything and I know how to do everything from A to Z now, but there's always something to learn. And it's just, it's super cool. You know, I'm proud of you. I've known you for over 20 years. You're doing this full time now. You're just (laughs) killing it. 
You were, you were in a, well, thank you. In a field the other day was flames <laughs> shooting some band. It's just, I'm a busy guy. You're a busy guy. This is the first time that we get to sit down and actually have a beer together. I had some Uh-oh. beers. <laughs> but you were too busy working. <laughs> when me and you get together, uh, it's dangerous sometimes. <laughs> we are from two mountains. <laughs> I had an idea. And, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. You know what would have been sick for Flayed the Swine to premiere it? If we would have premiered it at Fantasia. Oh, that would have been cool. Wouldn't that have been really cool? Fantasia is a very cool film festival here in Montreal that runs for month, like basically the whole month, three weeks. And they have horror, they have um, comedies too, but mostly weird, strange movies. Yeah, weird independent yeah. movies. And the great thing, I've, I've been to a couple of them before because one of my buddies is a huge, avid fan of going to see as many Fantasia movies as he can. Uh, before the full feature, there's always a short that plays. Totally could have been. We could have premiered, had the whole band there, have G in the audience, <laughs> dressed in the costume. <laughs> With the blood towel. With the blood. <laughs> <laughs> and the shovel. Hell yes. Man, that was a good, yeah. I don't know what the regulations are for allowing music videos in there, but... Yeah, I had, this flash. I had this flash star. Next time we'll think about stuff like that in advance. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, gee, uh, you found this actor working. He was working on a shoot with you as a grip. Yep. And uh, you were doing some tests for some camera, and he was doing some psychotic faces. And at that exact moment, it's when he sort of clicked in your mind that he would be a good person to work with hypothetically one day. And when I was talking to you about my concept, I feel like immediately you knew you were going to ask G to be a part of the, the the video. He did such a great job. What, what, tell me about this whole thing, working with G, finding him, bringing him in. He's just a fantastic guy all around. Like He's he's a great actor, but the fantastic person just like... He lives right around the corner from me, so I'll pick him up a lot of times when we're going to shoots. So It'll just be like, yo, I'll just come pick you up when we drive together. So we get to talk a lot. And um, I met him uh, just last year. We were doing a corporate shoot for this point-of-sale company in Montreal called Lightspeed. And uh, we had to wait for super long for something in the middle of the shoot. So I kind of just got bored and the camera was on a tripod. And I just said, Giuseppe, go sit in front of the camera because my colleague, Jonathan, who also worked on the shout out to Jonathan, who did a great job on the videos. Too. Yeah, who also worked on the Cryptopsy videos with us. Um, he was the one directing the Lightspeed commercial. And uh, him and I, we talk all the time, like almost every day on the phone. And he told me about this short, uh, this short film that he wanted to do, which was a true story about this psychopath guy. And don't quote me on any of this because I might have some of the story wrong. But this psychopath that tried to break into uh, the House of Parliament to kill the prime minister of Canada, or, or it might have been the premier of Quebec, I can't remember exactly, and uh, it's it's so, like, a story that's actually more so funny than, 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 like, scary, because the guy, like, broke in and, like, cut the fence and something like that, and it was just, like, he, he was caught, like, red-handed right away on all the security cameras, and it was just, like, he kind of, like, played dumb to the whole thing, but... What the funny thing was is that he was actually an idiot. (laughs) And so anyways, I put Giuseppe in front of the camera and I said, let's do that character. And I started asking him certain questions. And then when we came up with the idea for Flayed the Swine, I was like, I've seen this angle of Giuseppe before where he's just literally sitting at a table and looking like a deer in the headlights or something like that, which played well into the character that we had created just just to be somebody who's like... 
maybe just deer in the headlights, confused, or uh, dealing with the fact of himself committing this terrible murder, something like that, you know? And I knew that he, right then and there, that he could be like this person who could create a million faces for me. Yeah, you know? and, and dual sort of personalities. Too. Yeah. And I think he did a fantastic job at it. He did a very, very good job. And on job. top of that, fuck, when we were doing the grave scene, he was still helping out with the lights in between his acting. And I was like, gee, like, you don't have to do that. Well, like, just, uh, <laughs> let me go cut that branch over there. <laughs> and I'm going to saw it, you know, I'm going to clamp it to this this post here. Yeah. And, and it's going to look like natural leaves moving in the wind. Yeah, so he's just like an all-around trooper and such he a He was pleasure. super cool. He was, like, in the bathroom scene, too, like, acting. And then, like, I think, I think my light should be here, like knowing where light should be hitting his face yeah and yeah and he's well he's actually uh he's a professional photographer too so mm -hmm. he, he's more so that than a grip himself but so that's how he knows lighting and he's awesome but uh he's man him and jonathan put out a short film that he uh that he wrote and directed like a couple weeks ago and i i just think it was like one of the most amazing things i had seen from from him it's just definitely definitely want to see he's, that he's such a creative it's and i don't know i don't know what else i could say about him he's fantastic Hey, what's up, Fox and Hobsons? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. What were some of the biggest complications? You mentioned the blood. Uh, you were very disappointed with uh, the first take of blood we did. Shout out to Nick St. Ange, who we also went to high school with, who was uh, helping out with the special effects on day one. Um, the blood, there was just too much blood. <laughs> and it didn't look real. It looked comical. And I know you well, so I could tell you were disappointed. But you held it together because you didn't want to make Nick feel bad. Uh, <laughs> talk to me about um, the biggest complications, and we'll start with the blood uh yeah the biggest complications me and nick had tested the blood prior to the music video in my bathroom at my home and uh we had put it into some kind of a pump system and uh, we figured that that would work and that would be great and it did work and it looked great on the wall and everything and then I don't know what happened on the shoot. I guess Nick put too much into one of the tubes, and maybe he was a little bit nervous too. He also it's a one a take, and yeah, it's a one take because the second you get the blood all over, it's you, everywhere. It's, it's yeah. everywhere, yeah. And we didn't have a spare shirt for G, uh, you know. And so, yeah, when the blood came out, it was just like one giant fucking. Sploosh. Sploosh. <laughs> like, it didn't even look like... It was comical, almost. Which, uh, yeah, which, but, would have, which would have gone against the whole tone. Right, but not even like Kill Bill 2, Kill Bill 1 comical, like where it's like, yeah, pissing out, you know? It was like, it was just like a big, like... 
water balloon of fucking blood. So it was a little bit weird. And um, didn't work. It didn't work at all. I was super bummed. Also, you were in the I frame. I was totally in the frame. <laughs> Standing in the background looking at the director's monitor. Uh, I was on the ground covered in blood and had the camera wrapped up and couldn't see my monitor properly as well. And uh, yeah, when I looked at the footage afterwards, I was really bummed about it. So thankfully, we had four days to film this thing. And when we were going into the studio to film on the White Cyclo, that's when uh, I really took the time to think about what I could do to salvage this shoot. And I actually think that the fact that this happened it turned out for the best because it makes it seem like super fucked up that this like it also what is actually happening on the ground in real life actually happened to him in his, his like mind, mind yeah. you know because like everything these, the snap of the personalities happens almost yeah uh, everything of him on the white cyclo is just him like in his own mind or whatever but it's like yeah it's the snap and then it's like and then from there you can easily transition into uh, the grave digging scene, you know exactly. Some of the, the my favorite things is comes in the editing room from Played the Swine. The timing of everything, how you you just you're a natural talent, obviously. But oh, thanks, man. My favorite, and I think Flo mentioned this to me as well, is in the chorus. I think it's the first chorus. Like I'm flailing my arms weirdly, and you matched it to somehow find shots of G doing the same thing. Right. <laughs> it was just, it's just so manic and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then like the timing of the blood hitting the face and the, the, the shovel hitting the earth, just key moments of the song. And you just captured it. It's funny too. It's like, I'll show parts of the edit to my neighbors that live downstairs from me or other friends that are just around or Jonathan, for example, um, and it was actually my neighbors downstairs. Next thing I know, his girlfriend, who lives with him downstairs, um, we were all drinking one night, and I was like, you want to come upstairs and check out what I've got for this cryptopsy video? And Nick was super excited about it because he had been a, part of, it, a yeah. part of it, helping out with the special effects. And this was after I had fixed like the blood problem. And uh, she looked at it, and she was like, no, no, no. The blood splatter on his face on the white wall, it should not happen right there. It should happen here. Oh, interesting. Really? So we had written, initially, we had always thought it would be on the bleh, which happens uh, after the second chorus. Which was what I had it as for the first cut of the music video. And then she was like, no, you should wait till like the second beat yeah. comes back. And I was just like, oh, interesting, because I had it right away after he stabs and on yeah. the bleh, you know. But so, yeah, it's like little little things like that by showing to people before you share with the client or the band or whoever, just to like. You need, you need people like that to kind of like sway your mind and have like a fresh pair of eyes on it, you know? Like even for in a band, I was editing that thing and losing my mind. And I showed it to Jonathan. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? He's just like, I thought you were doing this whole thing in black and white. And I was just like, no, nah, but I wanted to try color. He was like, That's stop. That's for in a band, that yeah. one, correct? He was like, yeah. cut this shit out. He's like, black and white. And I was like, okay. And everything worked after that. You sent us the finals and we had very, very minimal edits to make but there was one that chris donaldson was very insistent upon and we tried four different times to nail exactly what we wanted and it was a specific part in the bass and he sends me i'm reading now it goes bum bum to patu bum bum he showed all the bum bum no to patu i don't need the first bum bum <laughs> and then i send this to you <laughs> 
And it all made sense after that, actually. But when we were trying to explain it to me, first of all, I was like, I don't know what the fuck party's talking about. But then the when I read that, Patu, yeah. yeah, bum bum to Patu. It, it made total sense. I don't know why. It's, I guess maybe just from recording with Donaldson for so many years and just like hearing him just being like, no, no, it's not like this. It's like that. And telling me how to record something on bass. It's like it made sense to me. I was almost like I was like back in the editing room with him uh, in the studio in the studio yeah. with him. I think it's so funny. It's because uh, <laughs> and if people are listening and they figure out what part we're talking about, it's actually an Easter egg to a old non so vile bass riff from so, which is why it was so important for him to see it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. In abeyance was a different beast, much more chaotic, insane editing job. So, so talk to me about editing stuff at that pace so quickly. You've done it before with Cryptopsy, but you still kept like the musicality of it all. Yeah, I mean, um, for some reason, Cryptopsy music just speaks to me in a way where it's like I can... I can hear all those little extra tiny things that, you know, the drums or the guitar or bass or the vocals are doing. These are the things you have to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like that's the way a musical performance, music video, whether it's just like fucked up visuals or, or like showing that person playing that specific thing at that time. It needs to be shown to accentuate the song. Absolutely. If you're not doing that, well, then it's just like, maybe that's not the vibe of the song or whatever. It's not like it's wrong or anything, but... A lot of times for me, if I'm looking at a band music video performance, it can either make the song for me or it can ruin it for me. And a lot of times when I'm editing a performance video, I'll like, I'll like the song that much more because I get to show like that bass pop or this or like this little like fucked up chicken picking uh, guitar thing or something like that. You know, it's just like it really accentuates it there. And like the fucked up visuals that I put in a band too, it's like. I tried to match it exactly to like the beat and what's going on in the song, you know? So it's very chaotic and it just, I don't know, for some reason, that music video was extremely hard, but like matching all of like the timing of like certain visuals and everything was like super easy to me. It just comes naturally. Oh, it's a natural talent. We had to come up with a concept for that song because the original concept is something that is slightly controversial. Not necessarily something that we'd want to develop and showcase in the form of a video. So, so we went with more of like a trapped, feeling isolated, um, feeling um, lost and confused is, is really what we went with. And I'm happy we did that because uh, my original idea would have gotten us canceled. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's, I, I kind of knew right from the get-go when I was writing the storyboards for these music videos I was just like I think I sat in front of the screen for like a half a day just being like how the fuck am I going to do this and then I was just like no it's like you can't it's too controversial (laughs) too controversial and um, I think doing it with subtleties works as well like I love some of those videos where it's just performance and there's fucked up like stock footage in the background like uh Architects have a song where it's um, a brand new doomsday or something like that, and it's just like old like stock footage of like bombs going off and shit. So it's a very controversial video as well, but it's like it fits well. And uh, there's a video by Fit for an Autopsy too. You were saying, yeah, and that was part of something where I had used like uh, as an idea, just like as a guideline. I was like, well, we could do something like this, you know, where it's just like the imagery is there, the concept is is in a box safely uncontroversial 
still getting something across. We shot both the performances in the same space, made it look different by the genius of Kells' lighting <laughs> and Jonathan. Um, talk to me about that space. Working uh, on top of Piranha Bar was very beneficial for us because we got to drink beer the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, thankfully, I mean, I'm good friends with one of the, I believe, part owners of Piranha Bar and... Uh, it was Greg from Fracturous earlier on this year that uh, wanted to do some videos with me with Fracturous, and um, I was like, "You guys don't have much of a budget." I was just like, "Let's let's like, if you find the place, well then we we can we make, can start talking. We yeah. can make this music video happen." And he was just like, "Piranha Bar," and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck no!" I'm like, I'm, "I can't even stand like playing a show at Piranha Bar." I was like, "That's not gonna work," like especially for a music video. He was like, "No, no, they have like this floor that's abandoned on the fourth floor." And I was like, no way. So I went, I called up my friend Nick Garang, and he's the one who's like works there, part owner, promotes all the shows there. And I uh, went to go check it out. And I was like, well, this is perfect. So uh, that turned, that like spiraled into me doing like, I guess, five or six music videos really? in a row there. <laughs> Uh, because it's just this abandoned blank room, and when you turn all the lights off, then when you put in studio stuff, yeah. studio lights and everything, you can mold and shift it to however the fuck you want, you know? So it always looked different. Every music video that I shot in there, you'd be like, uh, okay, it's, it's not recognizable, you know? And actually, when we showed up on the Cryptopsy Day, the fourth floor was not available, so we had to shift everything down to the third floor, which thankfully also is abandoned and <laughs> sort of looks the same. So <laughs> It was cool. It was um, right downtown, easy to get to. Um, they, there was beer downstairs, so <laughs> that, that's a plus for Cryptopsy. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, Mahalo was there taking some shots for us, ended up being our main photo shoot that we... We worked. Uh, we we've been showcasing with the album release. Uh, you helped with some lighting on that. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, that was the lighting for In a Band, which I decided to not go for in the music video. Like I had mentioned before, I just decided to do it all black, black and white, and white. Uh, because the red and blue wasn't really doing for it, doing it for me for the music video. It needed to be darker. But for Mihaela and her photos, I think it worked out perfectly. It worked so good. And um, she wasn't there the second day, was she? She was? Yeah, I think okay. so. I, th I think we did In Abeyance day one. Yeah. We did Flayed the second day. Because that to me is like, that, that was my day where I really got to have fun with the lighting. I was like... Oh, we? no, we did the opposite. No, we did Flayed the we first day. We did Flayed day one, yeah. And she did the band photos the second day. Yes, we were yeah, all yeah. definitely in top shape. <laughs> yeah, we had we had not been to Despised Icon and Black Dahlia Murder the night before. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen for sure, hundred percent. I was like, <laughs> "Get your rest tonight, boys." Ollie did not. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> we um, I had a dirty bang over though, like dirty, dirty bang over. <laughs> I hadn't headbanged like that in a long time, and Friday night, I did two, three takes in front of the projector, and I went home, and I was having a beer on my couch, and I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> knowing that I had two more days ahead of me. And then we're leaving the last night, and I bump into a guy, because I couldn't turn my neck <laughs> to talk to you <laughs> walk. I couldn't stop laughing, because he would, like... Everybody had had a couple beers at that point, wrapping up the gear and everything. And I never drink on my shoots, but as soon as the shoot was done, you passed me a pint, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, yes!" You know, and it was it was nice. And then just I could not stop laughing at the fact that we were both 
came out of the bathroom and then you were like trying to get through all of these <laughs> fucking people at Prada Bar there who were partying their faces off on a Sunday night. A Piranha Bar is always alive. <laughs> and you just looked like Frankenstein like trying to turn around and apologize. I was to this so one. sore. <laughs> My chin was sore from making silly faces <laughs> all weekend at you. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that Played the swine, man. I was super happy with how the lighting came out. I so kind of cool. wanted it to look like an old school drive-in. Yeah. Where you're just like, if you were to stare back at the projector, you would just be like blinded. So that's what I did with the lighting. I put a projector on top of you guys, which I also edited some fucked up footage to it's play so over cool. the top of you yeah. guys. And then a separate edit to go over top of G on exactly. the Cyclo. And then I also put a light behind the band that would flicker like a projector as well. Which you mentioned in the other content that I have that it was oh, did making I, yeah. you and uh, Jonathan nauseous <laughs> staring at this weird flickering light yeah, that, all day. That and combined smoke. with people smoking weed and uh, the, well, our own smoke machine and then people smoking cigarettes, cigarettes on top yeah. of that. And all the smoke in the room surprisingly looked like... I almost felt like high looking at it the way we had made the lighting and everything. It looked like it looked to me like real life was like pixelated. Interesting. And Jonathan just kept on telling me. My assistant just was just like, "What are you fucking high?" And I was like, "No, dude. Like, look at this. You know." But that's that's what I love about my job is that I'm just like I can get high without getting high looking at weird shit and like editing stuff and just being like, "Wow, this looks like this," or just turning the camera a certain way and you're just like never looked at it this way or you know it's just it's it's really cool it's like almost every music video that i go on now i i kind of like talk to myself like in the car ride up or whatever i'll just be like well get to go play in the dirt today or get to go like get dirty with a camera and have some fun you know so. speaking of dirt and getting dirty uh we built a grave in your parents backyard which um i brought a bunch of beer too <laughs> by myself i had a few beers <laughs> And had a good time while you guys did all the work. And I wanted to record more that night, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> um, so when you initially sent me the picture of what you had sent, I thought you had dug a grave in your parents' backyard, but you actually just built up some walls and covered it and put some vines on it. It worked. It looks good. Yeah. I mean, it was... Um, well, first of all, I had to ask my parents if it was yes. all right. I was like, Dad, can I come Eat over and... pistachios? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The night we were filming, we decided to... Uh, my parents were in Mexico. We didn't need a snack. And so we went in and ate my, all my dad's pistachios and drank some of his beer. I think we didn't we have some of his chips too or <laughs> don't tell him he's gonna listen <laughs> uh, but yeah originally I just I, I asked my parents I said I need to build a grave for a music video can I come do it in their backyard and my parents are usually pretty chill with all that kind of stuff because we shot part of an Agnes music video in their backyard a while back too where we needed to just use so much water and like basically it would flood anywhere around so yeah my dad was like yeah no problem and then uh, when I went up there a couple days earlier to like put the whole thing together he even helped me like build it too so I was just like yeah it was my parents are chill like that you know anything for they, they see like the weird stuff that I'm doing and they kind of don't really ask questions or I was even showing my dad photos and just being like well what do you think of this and then he was like yeah it looks good and then I like changed a few things and I was like well what do you think of this and he was like well that's way better he's like now it actually looks legit you know so he's too nice to tell you the first time around. 
Yeah, or <laughs> or he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> My mom sent me a text message saying that you did a very good job. Oh, I well, thank you, Mrs. McGacky. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, always a pleasure hanging out with you. Always a pleasure working with you. I'm excited to see what we do in the future together. I know there'll be more. Uh, you're a rising star. Uh, I can't help but um, be in your corner and encourage people to work with you. A true, true master of his craft. Um, one of those people like Donaldson that's just constantly hard on themselves, not satisfied, and that's why you're great. Well, thanks, man. It means a lot to me. It really does. Big cheers. Cheers, man. <laughs> We're going to keep hanging out here at Will's, but not with you guys listening. But there's more content. You'll see. Here we are. First day of the Flayed the Swine video shoot. I am here with Chris Kells of The Agonist. Uh, he's helped out Vox and Hops a whole bunch over the years. Chris is uh, setting everything up. He likes to make sure the lights are perfect, and then he likes to change everything, and I like that because he's a perfectionist. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Having fun? Always having fun with you, my friend. Um, Cryptopsy, this is the third time that we work together. Talk to me about working with Cryptopsy. What are the pros? What are the cons? Uh, the pros are working with you, that you, you love and respect everything I do and you have, um, you just, you, you, you show a lot of trust in what I do. So I respect that. I do respect you very much and I do, uh, admire what you do and I'm impressed with everything that you've done over the years. Uh, we grew up together. Many people know that it's the truth. We went to high school together and to have both stepped out into the international metal scene is, is something cool. And I'm not sure that many high schools have that two successful international artists that come from so close in age at the same time. I don't know what was the water, uh, back to the cons of working with cryptopsy. <laughs> I will note that right now I am trying to troubleshoot shoot something and Matt is asking me all these questions. So that is a con right there, but it's not a big con. So I'm not worried at all. Um, no, there are real, no real cons. I mean, we're just here to have fun and make a cool, wicked, disgusting story and make some pretty cool art that hopefully everybody will love. Absolutely. We are day one here. We are, uh, shooting some blood. So I'm stoked about that. I was telling everyone this weekend, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to go shoot some blood. What a better way to have a Saturday, uh, Easter Saturday. Why not? I love it. Giuseppe, so stoked to be here. We are at the first day of the Flayed the Swine video shoot for Cryptopsy's new album, As Gamora Burns. Giuseppe, you are playing the basically the main character of the song, uh, someone that uh, gets a bit unhinged. Uh, uh, what, what, when Kells approached you to be a part of this video, what was your first mindset? Well, first of all, you gotta, you gotta, well, the song tells you a lot about the feeling and the emotional journey of the character, right? So, um, based on that, you start building on the, where I'm supposed to be and my relationship with, uh, whatever's happening around me. So, uh, as an actor, you usually go through the, these crazy things right in your head to try to construct a character and, uh, put yourself in their shoes. So, I mean, th the song was just the catalyst for everything that, that goes through, through my mind as a character. So it's awesome. 
That makes me super happy to hear that I did really sort of plainly dictate and write out everything that the character is feeling and what he's going through in the lyrics. The lyrics are really from the character's point of view. It's not my pen touching the paper. I really entered the character's mindset when writing the song. So to watch you portray it right now, uh, when you stepped in in character, uh, we got goosebumps. Just amazing. Uh, what, what, what did you do in your mindset to, to look the way you're looking for the part? Well, one of the things that is uh, very, like, it's pivotal for a character is the way he looks, right? So, uh, to be honest, we just went to a frippery kind of thing, right? And we just looked around and see what, what works. We went for the the brownish colors, you know, the opaque kind of sadness of the character uh, transferred into their clothing. Uh, we went to, uh, we wanted to do a little bit of the... Uh, like retro vibe uh, so that it looks a little bit on the creepy side, you know, like the hair coming on the side, like really proper, the, the glasses, you know, the, the accountant glasses kind of thing. Right. So, um, so yeah, so part of, part of the, the character building is based on the clothing as well. So yeah. And, and the lyrics explains perfectly, right. What, what this is all about, the, the, the emotional uh, charge visually as well. So, so yeah, it was, it wasn't hard. It was easy. We are taking a break right now because uh, they got to wrap their camera. You're about to get really dirty. Is this the first time that you've dealt and will be sprayed with so much blood on a video shoot? I, I can't wait. That's the highlight of my day to be sprayed with blood. That's going to be so freaking amazing. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Giuseppe, thank you so, so much for taking some time out of your day today to talk with me. We're going to chat some more later. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Thank you so much. Here we are. Played the swine shoot. Day three, full band performance. First time the band's been in the same room together since December 2022. Uh, we are upstairs at the Piranha Bar, which is a very small venue here in Montreal, ran by a cool dude named Nick. Um, everyone's trying to learn their parts. Chris Kells is setting up stuff, making sure the blackout room looks good. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Got Mihala here. She's going to shoot behind the scene shots today. Michal, how are you doing? Good, good, good. And you? I'm good. I was stoked to, to be a part of uh, have you here with us documenting the Flayed the Swine shoot. Um, what is your, uh, what, what, what do you expect from today? Well, we're going to have a lot of fun. And this is going to look so good. Obviously, Chris Kells is involved. Uh, he knows what the hell's going on. Very stoked to see uh, the, the, the final product of this. Chris is relearning the song. How far are you from relearning the song? How are you doing, Chris? Hey, how's it going? Behind the scenes episode about the Cryptopsy videos for the new album. Um, here we are. You're relearning the song. How, how far are you away from uh, being able to perform this? Uh, so far, zero percent. So uh, I guess I'll be better when it's time to play start to tour. Which will be eventually happening, but uh, not just yet. Uh, talk to me about uh, being back in the room with uh, the members. It's the first time in a long time we're all together. Uh, did, you, or did you have apprehensions? Were you excited? Here we are finally all back together in so long. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I just like do my thing, and I guess it works. Uh, it's fun to see you guys, that's for sure. <laughs> talk to me about your performance you're going to put up there. Uh, what are you going to bring to this video? What do you hope to bring? What kind of energy are you going to go? I trust Kels 100%. Kels has been killing it. That's all I got to say. Uh, this is actually the third day of the shoot. Um, we're going to get some performance stuff today. Stoked about that. Ollie's learning the bass parts here. This is what happens. You record on a bunch of albums, and then uh, you don't remember the fucking notes that you put on the album. How you doing, Ollie? I like turtles. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. It's, uh, yeah, a lot of notes to remember, but... 
I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it's the fun part about cryptopsies. We like to push things. We like to make it difficult. We like to, uh, it's time to suffer. And now it's time to suffer. A hundred percent. Actually, it's time to learn the song and play it for real. So, uh, yeah. Fun. Stoked to see you. You're up there first. I'll, uh, I'll come and talk to you afterwards when you're really sweaty. Yeah. Flo's in the town, setting up his drums here for the first time in a long time. How are you doing, Flo? I'm okay, man. How are you? Behind the scenes episode for the videos. Once the episode drops, once the videos drop, I'm going to drop an episode about what happened here. Uh, you're back. Here we are. You're about to play drums. First time we're together in a long time. How are you feeling? Are you good? Are you having a good time? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, a little stress, but hey, you know, that's the way it is. Stress is important. It pushes us to do good things, and you always, always pull through, so I believe in you 100%. Well, thanks, man. At least uh, one of us does. <laughs> Let me help you set up uh, these drums. Lots of smoke. Walking towards a glitchy light. Chris Kells is uh, standing up precariously, taping stuff to make it dark. How you doing, Kells? No daylight. Anti-daylight Kells is, is making sure that the, the blackout is complete. He's been killing it. He's been killing it. We were together last night at Espouse Giri with um, G, the actor, again. He did such a killer job. I have a bit of a bang over, but it's going to be worth it. Flayed the Swine, here we go. Ollie just finished his part for Flayed the Swine. Oh, yeah. he, he's out of breath. And, of course, I'm here with the microphone. The asshole, here we go. Ollie, how was that for you? Uh, fun. It was... Actually, really fun, like, but it's it's hard. Doing music video, it's way harder than people think it is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of. Uh, at least it wasn't that bad because we did three three takes. But <laughs> just standing on the concrete floor and headbanging is <laughs> it's killing me right now. But it's gonna be worth it. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a killer video. Absolutely, working with Chris Kells once again. This is the third time we've worked with him. Every time, he's always getting better and better. Uh, how was your experience today? Uh, amazing like uh, like usual with Chris super pro and uh, yeah right now I'm a bit <laughs> out of breath it's hard to <laughs> find my the, the words for it but it's just amazing like Chris is a pro I love him I love working uh, with him he's uh, he's part of the team absolutely you rest up you did a great job love it bud you just wrapped up with uh, Ollie Kells how you doing here we are the third day for the flayed the swine shoot uh, how is that for you Ollie you're looking at the footage right now it looks fucking amazing uh, I think I'm more out of breath than he is, actually. <laughs> a lot of running around with the gimbal, and yeah, I'm super stoked with the footage, actually. It looks fucking great. We're just looking at it on the iPad right now, the playback. What do you think? It looks fucking sick. I'm so stoked. We got Chris Donaldson in place. Let's keep this video rolling. Taking a break. About halfway through the shoot. Played the swine, day three. <laughs> Anytime Kels takes a break, I come and put a mic in his face. How's it going so far? Good, we had to take a break because of uh, all the lights and the smoke, and I, I think it's making me and Jonathan a little bit sick because of the flickering light that we're trying to replicate a projector with, and it's quite trippy if you look at it long enough. <laughs> we appreciate your sacrifice. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. You got this. It's no sacrifice. I love doing this shit. I love it. <laughs> They're hiding from me. Third day, flayed the swine shoot. I just wrapped up my section, my performance of it. I'm uh, out of breath. I gotta tell you, gotta get back in shape before Cryptopsy hits the road eventually. Um, this is a clear instance, an indicator that I need to get back into shape. Super cool. Chris Kells always kills it. Um, changing all the interesting lights on us to get different vibes. 
He's the fucking best. So fucking cool. Up next, we got Flo. He's going to record his performance part. And then that's a wrap for today. That way, Tevo, Flo, we just wrapped Flayed the Swine performance side of things. Chris, how was today for you? Uh, luckily, we're on top of Piranha Bar, so they had some uh, some beers downstairs, which was fun. Uh, how was today for you? I don't know. I'll tell you tomorrow. How about that? Flo, for yourself, you just wrapped up. We're all together for the first time in a long time. It feels good. Yeah, it feels good to play on, on my drum again after uh, many years, uh, a year at least. So it was good. It was fun. The song is super catchy, so I just uh, super stoked. Super stoked. He killed it. He killed it. I love it. <laughs> Chris Cows is still working, taking down some lights, getting ready to set up for tomorrow. We're doing, we're doing in abeyance tomorrow. How you doing, bud? Questions. <laughs> How was today for you? It was great. I, uh, I feel like we got some sick images, and uh, I'm super happy with the outcome. Everybody was pro, as usual. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm super stoked about all the visuals we got. How do you feel? I'm super stoked, super happy. You chose a place that had craft beer downstairs. So, so I'm in. Thank you so much, Kels. They have craft beer downstairs? Shh. <laughs> the, the listeners don't have to know. <laughs> we just wrapped Flayed the Swine. This is four days of um, making shit, doing things. We are in Chris Kels' parents' backyard. He's, like, ripping out, like shit that he made to make a grave Kels, how'd it go it went fucking fantastic man couldn't be happier it was uh giuseppe is a real star Woo! i don't know <laughs> giuseppe is a real star giuseppe how was this the last day for you this is the end of this character in a video um i want to bring you out on stage that's something that will happen yeah i'm actually sad oh. i'm actually sad uh, I was hoping that I could screw it all up so we can do another day of shooting, but, you know, Kel said uh, everything was fine, so the hell with it. Next time, uh, we'll do part two. On stage. On stage. We're gonna be, so here we are. Kels is, like, unscrewing this grave that he made in his parents' backyard. What he's going to do with these pieces, I don't know. It looks cool. Uh, Kels, um... We're throwing it all out. <laughs> we're throwing it all out, he says. Yeah, who gives a shit? It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Man, I love Chris Kells. I've known him for so long. It is such a pleasure to work with someone that you grew up with, that you've done crazy things with that we're not going to talk about here, uh, and have <laughs> learned to do more mature things together now that we're older. Uh, he's killing it. He's so goddamn good. I am can't say enough about everyone that's involved in the video. Jonathan and the actor G did such a good job. Mihela with all the photos that she took. Massive, massive love and respect to everyone involved in the makings of In Abeyance and Flayed the Swine videos. I'm super proud of these, and I can't wait to uh, see everyone's reaction as they're coming out. I read the comments here and there, even though I always say don't read the comments, but I find myself reading the comments. Massive love to Chris Kells. I can't wait to work with you again. You are amazing. Now, if you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Total Podcast mailing list. You can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H. 
hops.hops.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week that contains all of the details of everything that has happened recently in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal podcast. You'll get to see which episodes I dropped recently. You'll get to see which episodes I have coming up. You will also get to hear about any projects I have in the works before I announce them to the public. You will also get to hear about anything going on in the world of Cryptopsy. And there's a lot of stuff going on with Cryptopsy right now. So the mailing list will keep you up to date on that. You will also get to see which albums the Vox and Hops album review crew have reviewed recently. And you will get to see which albums Jerry Monk, Vox and Hops' metal architect, has added to the Brutal Awakenings playlist. If ever you're looking for new music to listen to, well... You should listen to the new Cryptopsy as Gamora Burns. Just kidding, but you should listen to it. Apart from that release, Jerry finds the best new releases and puts them all onto the Brutal Awakenings playlist for our listening pleasure. So check it out. It's available on both Apple Music and Spotify. There's always a lot of stuff going on in the world of the Vox and Hospital podcast, and I hate when you miss a single thing. So please do me a favor and sign up to the mailing list. The Vox and Hospital podcast is brought to you by Sound, Talent, Media, and Evergreen Podcasts. I hope you have a killer rest of the week. I will be back next week with one episode on Tuesday with Tommy Victor of Prong. But until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hopsets. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.